Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen, or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap, all right, I'm gonna do this now. The Wellness Breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're gonna live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the Wellness Guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the Country Place. Ten acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17th to 19th. It's each and every single one of you are going to support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine-chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up For A Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith and Kim Morrison. Here we are, up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And the husky of the household, well, she is in New Zealand at a 50th, the tart. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> she abandoned us, Karen. Oh, look, well, I'm just hoping that she's having better weather than what we are. I mean, the days could not be more glorious, but I don't know about you, I'm talking hot are we in the middle of a heat wave or something? Well, well, I just was listening to the long um, range weather forecast and we live on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. And this January, so we're just out of January now, was the hottest month ever recorded and oh. the driest month ever recorded. So not only, are, you know, we have these beautiful, lovely storms that come mm. through and I love it. Like it's really hot and then this amazing rainstorm and thunder and lightning comes through and I'm really missing them, really missing them. Yeah, we were the same. We were actually out on the beach the other day, Matt and I, and it was stinking hot. And both of us were looking on our weather forecast on the phone going, when's the storm? When's the storm? Because there's nothing more magical than to sit on the beach just totally lost watching the, the lightning going up from the ocean. I was stunning. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, look, I agree. And they also said that there's no foreseeable rain in the next six weeks. Oh. <gasps> Really? Yeah. Oh, no wonder everybody's lawns are crunchy and our little flowers are dying. Yeah, they, look, oh, they are. They really are. We've had a bit of rain, more rain up in Mullaney on the farm because we've planted 680 food-bearing trees. So there's been a bit more rain in Mullaney than there has been on the coast. And I was on the Gold Coast over the weekend and it was a lot of rain on the Gold Coast and Byron. Oh. Yeah, we had a lot of rain down there. And 
my girlfriend Ricky, who lives in um, out deep near Windora, which is west of Queensland, and now she's moving to Mount Nash, which is in the Northern Territory. Um, mm. They have had incredible amounts of rain, so much so uh, she showed me a photo of her car on a truck getting through to the house because yeah. her her four wheel drive was too low to get through the water. Yeah, oh, and that's they were doing. Amazing. Look, it is, and they're doing river crossings today. Oh, yesterday she was doing a river crossing into Mount Nash. So out there, like way out west, they're having a lot of rain. If you see the photos out there, it's green. The cattle are thriving. It's hot. It's like forty-four degrees, but um, the, it's amazing how green it is out here. There, and usually we're the ones with the rain, and those guys. Yeah, they've got the drought. Yeah. Oh, well, good for them then. I don't begrudge us having the heat wave this time around then. I don't mind. Well, it just means that, you know, the the cattle are not hungry and and they're, you know, because that's what's out there is cattle and sheep and so they're not hungry and they're doing well and and our farmers are making good money, so that's wonderful. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. So while I was on the Gold Coast over the week, you and Kimmy were playing on the Sunshine (laughs) Coast. I felt very, very left out and very jealous um, because I wanted to be there. Karen, because I love listening to you speak. I find you one of the most inspirational speakers. From the first day I ever heard you speak, I was in love, basically. I had a girl crush and (laughs) (laughs) and I wanted to meet you and I wanted you to be my friend. And um, yeah, that that was, it was amazing. And so I was really upset that my team members from my, from Changing Habits yeah. um, were all talking about going and I'm like, oh, not fair, not fair. Why can't I go? <laughs> well, Ruthie was there in the crowd. I saw her there in her beautiful white outfit. Did she say she had a good time? Yes. Yes, oh, definitely. Yes. Absolutely loved it. Yes. I want you to tell yeah. you, why did you put it on? It was a free event. Where yes. was it? How many people went? Uh, I want to hear everything. But most of all, could you just repeat it because I missed it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, was, it was amazing, actually. I, I had a dream. Well, actually, I'll start from the very beginning, although there's not too, it's not such a long story after all. But late last year, around November time, I started having um, some people reaching out to me asking for help. And I just don't have the time to do one-on-one anymore. But if people know me, like, you know, friends of friends know me and they say, look, a friend of mine needs some help, then, of course, I'll always do a one-on-one, you know, wherever I can. And I had a whole bunch of friends of friends reach out to me saying, Karen, can you help? I'm going through a divorce. Karen, can you help? I'm going through a marriage breakdown. Karen, can you help? I've got a, a son who's getting who's addicted to drugs. Karen, can you help? My daughter's cutting herself. Karen, can you help? I've had a suicide. And I had, third, believe it or not, I had 13 people commit suicide at, towards the end of last year. And every single one of those families reached out for help. Mm. And I got to the point um, around the beginning of December where I felt overwhelmed at the plight of humanity of so many people who were just in so much pain. And I went to bed one night and I had this dream. I woke up the next morning and I thought, I I can't quite understand why I've had a dream like that, but it was a dream that kept repeating on me when I was awake and during the next day. And then I literally that the, the day, that next day I woke up and I, I couldn't work because the dream kept repeating on me. So I had to go and start to do some research. And what that dream was, was that 
Kim, I, I did an event. It was 100% free. Everybody was dressed in white. The venue looked over a lake, blue water, and um, it was a mass healing event, like a giant, a giant counselling session. Yeah. And it was just open to everybody. The doors were open. I had, you know, all of my events and all of my stuff there, but it was free and, you know, anybody could come and it wasn't limited. And um, Kim was the MC, and I saw her standing in beautiful white flowy clothes and the wind blowing in her hair. And it was just beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. And so I went to the venue here on the Sunshine Coast that looked remarkably like my dream. And they said that it was going to be something like $180 an hour to hire this space. And I walked out of there thinking to myself, this is a free event. That's going to cost me over $1,000 for a free event. That's crazy. I would never do that. That just doesn't make sense. That's nuts. So I walked out of the venue and um, I just got in the car and I looked up to the sky and I said, no, you're going to have to do better than that, Mr. Universe. If you think I'm going to be doing an event and pay $1,000 that's in a free event, how am I going to fund that? No way. I'm not doing that. Anyway, so I just kept going with my day, but I still couldn't work. Mm. I was incredibly distracted by this overwhelming feeling of sadness for everybody, but then there's also this overwhelming knowing that I could help and that um, I could make a difference. So I came home and sat on it, and within minutes I rang Kim and I said, listen, I don't know where this is going, but what dates have you got free? Because I honestly thought I was going to be doing it the next week. And the only date that Kim had free, that I had free, landed up being the 28th of January. And I never thought anything more about that until somebody said to me, that's the Chinese New Year. And according to numerology, 2016 was the ending of a nine-year run. 2016 was a new beginning, but it commenced on the 28th of January based on the numbers. So I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any bearing on that at all. I had no idea that that was even, you know, a thing until I started to put all the pieces together that everybody that had reached out to help for me over that period of time, right up until the 28th, was all experiencing dramatic endings of something, a dramatic ending of a relationship or of a life or of a business or of a, a thought system. It was just a big, massive big shifts. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know a lot about any of that sort of stuff, but I just thought maybe there's something in it. I, I don't know. But um, I put one post on Facebook and within 24 hours I had 250 people register. <laughs> and then I sent another post out to my database and then I got up to about 300 and something odd people. And normally if you run a free event, half, 50% of the people don't turn up. So um, I thought, okay, well, that's probably going to be about 150. And then I decided I got so swamped with bookings that I decided to run it in Sydney and in Brisbane and in Melbourne because I thought, well, why hold it to the Sunshine Coast? Let's take it on a tour. Let's do it nationally. And I want to do it twice. I want to do it once and I want to do it twice over throughout the course of the year. And I don't care if I have to fund it. I don't actually care. I'm in a position where I can do that. But I do care 
just about providing the level of help that I know I can provide. And it, it was a very different process for me because I've always been used to running my for-profit events. And this is a not-for-profit event. So um, I've re- it's, it's, it's been very freeing not to have to think about the financial component of it. Um, but then towards the end, like when just as we were coming up to last Saturday, I got lots and lots of emails saying, can't make it, can't make it, can't make it. So I started to watch the numbers reduce quite dramatically. Yeah. And I thought, okay, so, well, you know what? Well, if we get 50 to 70 people, well, that was what I'd always seen in my dream anyway. So that's fine. Anyway, I um, was, the, the, the room was all set and it was in a beautiful location. The room set up was just stunning. I've partnered with the most amazing organization called Ovio. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they make the most spectacularly potent therapeutic tea. Oh. I've never tasted anything like these combinations, Cindy. It is insane. Like one I've got is pineapple pieces, licorice root, lemongrass, um, and lemon myrtle. Mm. Oh. A licorice and lemon myrtle. And... Uh, are my favorites (laughs) (laughs) yeah they are amazing so they had the room set with their beautiful Mm. teas and it was just amazing so yeah the 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 time came to open the doors and I was waiting in a side room because our beautiful Kimmy was our MC and I was peeping through this little peephole as I watched over a hundred and fifty people men women and children teenage boys pile through those doors dressed in white man i sobbed behind those doors watching it i just sobbed i just thought i can't believe one so many people have come on a saturday morning um but i just i guess it was very humbling for me to think wow all of these people have come thinking that i've got an answer for them um, or that I will find an answer for them. They've come knowing that I will find it. And it was just very, it was a very humbling experience. And Kimmy opened it up with her absolute soft, beautiful gentleness, um, you know, really letting everybody know that it was going to be a day that some people will take on board straight away, others will stew on it for a little bit, and others may not be ready for it. But it was really a day about, you know, shifting our perceptions and creating new beliefs and, all of that, and then I came out and I just was covered in goosebumps. Hopefully I didn't have mascara running down my face because I'd been (laughs) sobbing behind the doors. (laughs) And then to see, you know, to see everybody dressed in white, and I said to everybody, don't be confined to a chair, and I said it on the preparatory emails, bring a yoga mat, bring a beanbag, just sit wherever, you know, you want to. And they did. Everybody just made themselves very comfortable and we spent the next three hours sorting through some pretty life-altering issues and and situations. I allowed people to come to the microphone, share what they had going on for them. And then, you know, strategically and systematically, we unpacked the problems and worked through the solutions and and everybody was piggybacking off the back of each other. So when we worked through one person, it kind of unhooked other stuff for others. And it was, um, it was pretty amazing. We covered parenting. We covered what it's like to be a teenager. So we had a couple of teenagers in the room there. We had lots of men in the room who were, like, really open to something new. 
rather than what they'd been conditioned with. You know, the demand's got to be a certain way. They were really, really open and vulnerable and it was just, it was spectacular. I, I have to say it was one of the best events I've ever done in my entire life. And after about 10 minutes, I think I kicked off my shoes and then I stomped around in bare feet the whole time and it was <laughs> awesome. Oh, oh, always present in bare feet. Do you know, I, I wonder what's happening. I wonder why there is so much suicide and so much angst and so much relationship problems. And like one of my girlfriends said, oh, I'm not talking to my children. And my thought was, how could you not talk to your children? You know, they're 20 year olds. And, and so, and then I see her weeks later, I say, you know, have you made it up with your children? I won't say their names. Have you made it up with your children? And they go, oh, she, oh yeah, that's fast. But I just, um, I just, oh gosh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. About that. <laughs> that was so funny because my message bank went and yours went too. So we're sorry to our audience, but we are human. We forgot that. to turn our phones off. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> But maybe it made the mood a little bit lighter because I was getting rather heavy and deep because I do, I, I despair for what's happening and I look at the fighting on our social media and I look at America and the people that are for um, Trump as opposed to against Trump and the, the activision, active, um, what's it, the, being an activist activist yeah, yeah that's the word you know, yeah being, being there's so many of that happening at the moment but it's like i'm like going let's start in the home um because i'm watching all of this and i'm actually confused for most of the part of as far as trump goes because there are people that love him and there are people that are hate him and there are you know I, I have no idea and i don't want to get into the politics but i'm just finding there's this polarization that is happening um in everywhere do you want to did you address that at all in your effortless self yeah um, I, I think in in maybe not quite as directly as that but definitely there is this polarization that is occurring at the moment and and why I don't know but I think the most important thing well actually no I think I do know now that I'm saying this to you I think I do know I think that there is this this recognition amongst a lot of humanity that the way that we've been for such a long time isn't serving any of us. And I think that we've reached a level of frustration and a level of um, uh, uh, almost some people are just throwing their hands in the air thinking, well, I can't, there's nothing I can do. The place is stuffed. What am I going to do? And then others are wanting to fight back. Mm. But I think that all of that is just, it's kind of part of that pendulum swinging where things have got to go from one extreme to another extreme. And I think certainly from the people that I've seen, there's this enormous groundswell of people who are ready, willing and able to start to have a look at the way that they've been living their lives personally and do it a different way so that it's more successful so that there's, it's more of what they want, less of what they don't want. And that we don't know how to do that because We've been doing the same thing all along and expecting a different result. You know, we've been trying to make life work. We've been trying to be happy. We've been trying to, you know, create success in our lives and our businesses and our work with our families. But it doesn't work because the way that we're doing it and the reason that we're doing it is flawed. 
because of the way that we've been conditioned throughout society and handed down through generation after generation. One of the big things that I spoke about at the event is love. And I spoke about how what we think is love is not love. When we think of love with our partners, that's not love. That's just conditions. You meet my conditions, you meet my values, you do as I say, and I'll be nice and pretend that I love you. But God help you if you don't. Then there's no love there. I'll withdraw myself, I'll kick you out, and I'll go and find me a new one. So that kind of love is not love. That's just a, can, that's just a let's live together under these rules and these conditions. And if you don't meet those conditions, well, there's going to be a world of hurt for both of us. And then eventually the relationships do break down. One leaves, the other one leaves, whatever might happen or, or worse, they stay together and it's still, you know, it's, it's, it's traumatic for both. But it's, the, the, the tragedy is, is that when we put conditions on a relationship, not only is that hard work for the person putting uh, on the receiving end of those conditions because they are never free, they can never just be themselves, but then it's hard on the person who actually has the conditions because then you've got to police them. <laughs> so it's exhausting all around and I don't and, and it's and that's not love but we've all learnt love from our parents and that's what our parents did and they learnt love from their parents and that's what their parents did so none of us are in um uh you know we're all innocent on it but at the end of the day if we want to know what real love is the closest frame of reference we have is the love for a child because if you if your partner lies or cheats or gambles or steals or doesn't put the toilet seat down he's in a world of trouble mm-hmm. but if your kids lie cheat gamble don't put the toilet seat down you love them unconditionally so the closest frame of reference we have to love is the love that we have for our children but what we call love with our partners it's not love and sex is not a display of love either when you think about the actual act of love uh the actual act of sex there's a level of intimacy that leads up to the act of sex, but during the actual process and act of sex, that's not love, that's ecstasy. Mm. So intimacy is also not love because we can be as intimate with anybody as we like, but we can still have conditions on their behaviour. We can still tell them and say to them, if you do this wrong, I'm not going to like you very much. And then we fight and we argue and everything becomes a problem. Whereas if we were just able to love each other unconditionally like we love our children, then we're setting ourselves free from having to police the situation, but we're also setting them free so that then they can just be themselves and then we can actually get to know who they are. Because while they're living under our conditions of what's right and wrong and we're living under theirs, neither party is actually free to be themselves in their entirety. And here's the truth. Not one of us actually wakes up in the morning with the desire to hurt another human being, unless there's something wrong upstairs. But for the most part, we're all, you know, we're all pretty normal people here. Mm. Nobody wakes up with the desire to hurt somebody else. So if it happens, it's always unintentional. But we don't relate to each other like it's unintentional. We relate to each other like it's intentional. Therefore, there needs to be prosecution, persecution. And that's not love because you'd never do that to your children. I mean, you know, and certainly when it comes to domestic violence and it comes to child abuse and all those sorts of things, the person who's the perpetrator, they're only doing the best that they can with what they have. If they knew how to do it differently, they would. Now, I'm not saying that anybody needs to stay in a relationship like that because proximity is always an option. But what I'm saying is that if we have the same 
understanding of what love is because there is only one love. There's not different kinds of love. There's one love. We express it differently. Like with a partner, it's with sex. With kids, it's with, you know, that emotional give and take. With parents, it's, a, it's another expression. But there is only one love. And if we can all get to that understanding that there is only one love, then when somebody doesn't, when somebody commits, you know, like murder or domestic violence or something like that, then we can feel compassion because there's love. And then proximity is always a choice, but the sensation is compassion rather than hatred, devastation, torn apart, ripped apart, big stories, big drama, big issue. Because in actual fact, the person who is the suffering the most is not the victim, it's the perpetrator because they're the ones who's got to live inside of that skin, never getting it right. Never, never actually experiencing closeness, never actually knowing what unconditional love feels like. They never know that. And then they go to their grave never knowing that. But that's, you know, that's their purpose and their journey here. It's not for anybody to interfere in that. But they're the person who's suffering. The person who's been hurt, we've been hurt before and we've survived. We'll get over it. Mm-hmm. But when we don't take it on as our own drama, then we'll get over it. But as soon as we make it our own and we say, I'm a victim of this, woe is me. It's my story now that's made me who I am. Well, I think we can do better than that when we recognise that there is only one love and the opposite is compassion. End of the story. And that was, you know, that was one of the biggest messages that I guess I really wanted to communicate in the effortless self so that then people who were suicidal, mm. people who are going through marriage breakdowns, leaving their jobs, going, you know, like even our farmers, my goodness. I spoke to two farmers last year that were out west. It just... So much that goes on in a person's life that if we can learn to be compassionate for ourselves rather than beating ourselves up, because that first, that love, that first, the first love has got to be with ourselves and then it goes out to be with others. And I think it's a whole, it's, a, it's the biggest noodle baker and everybody left like feeling like their brain had been bent a little bit when it came to that, <laughs> you know, to try and wrap our heads around this conditioned thing that we called love with our partner. Um, I had a woman ring me the other day and she said to me, you know, I had a fight with my husband after the effortless self. Now, what, am I not supposed to fight with him? I said, no, you're allowed to fight with him as much as you (laughs) you want to. (laughs) But you're just not allowed to hate him. You're allowed to disagree with opinions and you're allowed to disagree with ideas, of course. But, you know, you just, in a normal love, when in a normal relationship, when there's a fight, there's hate there. There's withdrawal. There's, you know, I'll love you while you're nice, but when we're not, when we don't agree, I'm going to withdraw in some way. And it's just getting that, you know, really repositioning what love actually is and then recreating a new normal and a new relationship from that new place of love and seeing what comes. Because when both parties are completely free, man, could you imagine what that would be like? Mm -hmm. If everybody was just free to be themselves and say what they feel and do what they do and know that nobody is going to be hurt, upset, offended, nobody's going to have a go at you, nobody's going to have anything to say to you other than you're awesome. I mean, even Donald Trump. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here, let's go there. Let's go there. But even him, you know, seriously, I just I think we can do a lot better. And I think we've got a lot of people who are starting to look now at what else is possible because the way that we've been doing it 
it's just not sustainable, it's just not working. And we're looking, we're searching. We desperately want things to be better. Why? Because we know it can be. We just don't know how. And I think that was, that's the key to the effortless self. That's really the main reason why I created the whole effortless self suite of programs. But it starts with the effortless self free, which is that, that one day free event. So it's really just to, to be a, a vehicle for opening people's eyes up to a whole other way of experiencing their life. Then they go out, play with it, see if it works, try it on, practice it, and then come back in for another refresh. <laughs> <laughs> Half the people from the Sunshine Coast have booked into the Brisbane event on the eleventh of on the nineteenth of February. So it's in Brisbane on the nineteenth of February, and and where yeah. is it going to be, Karen? Uh, Brisbane is in Fortitude Valley at Mirror, which is a beautiful, beautiful venue in Bridge Street in Fortitude Valley. And how do people book for that? So they just go to the website, all the W's, Effortless Self. Mm-hmm. So there are three S's in that, effortlessself.com, forward slash free, F-R-E-E. And all the dates and everything is up there. We've got Brisbane, we've got Sydney, we've got Melbourne, and we've even got Perth in the tour. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And we're doing it twice this year. So um, there's plenty of dates and plenty of opportunities for people to book in to, um, to come and get a a real, oh, I don't even know what you would call it. Like just a, it's, it's kind of like a reprogram, a reset, um, and a real wake-up call as to what else is possible when we really radically shift the way that we see ourselves and each other. And wake up, you said. So uh, one of the things that I, I know we do is that we default back into our old um, way of thinking, our old habits, our old way of arguing. Mm. Um, and it, I think it, it, reprogramming uh, is about continuing the work and about, all right, it's very well, all well and good to hear it once. Yeah. Then what do I have to do to make that change? What are the action steps I need to take mm. in order to have that different? And, and I don't know if I've spoken about this yet, but, um, and I may have, but I'm going to repeat myself. And, and that is, is that, you know, I have a um, degeneration of my um, cervical spine in six and seven, C6 and seven. And I didn't start getting symptoms for it until I think it was like May last year. And the symptoms were my hands would fall asleep every night, all the time, no matter what position I was in when I was trying to sleep. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I would get radiation, um, electric shocks down from my ear all the way down my shoulder and my neck. And um, so my daughter, uh, my husband's a chiropractor, by the way, um, but, you know, like, he's not doing chiropractic anymore. He runs changing habits. You know, he's the CEO of changing habits. So chiropractic is not his focus with me. So I, I, my daughter who's a, is becoming a chiropractor um, said, mum, I think you need x-rays. And so I, I was in New Zealand and she's in her final years of chiropractic college. And so she had x-rays taken and, and that's where I saw the damage. So I came home and said to Howie, I don't, I don't, you know, what do I do? And he said, well, you could get a pillow and sleep on a, a chiropractic pillow. Yeah. I said, well, I can do that, but I don't think it's going to be enough. And, you know, a good friend of yours and mine, Carmen Atkinson, who's also a chiropractor, um, I swim with her and I mentioned it to her and I said, 
is there no hope for me? Is this just going to get worse? Is it going to start happening through the day? Where else are the radiations of, you know, tingling going to go? And she said, no, you don't have to put up with this, Cindy. Come and see me. Mm. And I think that was September last year. I'm pretty sure. So in order to change my structural spine, every single night I have to do 45 minutes of 10-minute holds and then a five-minute other hold. So I have to do it. It's part of what she's told me to do. And she gives me new exercises all the time. So the, the latest one is when I'm driving, I have to put my head against the um, head um, stop at the back of my seat because she says that will start to pull those muscles and do those muscles. Well, wow. if I didn't do that every single night and I wasn't being adjusted by Carmen, I wouldn't be seeing what I'm seeing right now. And that is a phenomenal change in my structure in, I have no more um, radiations of electricity down from my ear to my shoulders. That doesn't exist anymore. That's gone. So that was there for months. Um, my hands don't fall asleep at night anymore. Um, on occasion, if I'm scrunched up in a really crazy position, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it might fall asleep. But I realised at that point, now I'm looking at the physical, not the mental, but it's nervous system. Same that's what thing. the brain is. It's the nervous system. And that, yeah, that's what the brain is, is that I have had to every single night commit myself to 45 minutes on me. And so what you're saying is exactly the same thing, is that we have to commit to these changes and it's just not going to happen with one adjustment and one little talk that goes and inspires, Karen. I'm not saying anything else, but it inspires. But they need to then know what are the steps that I have to do in order to change the neuron tracks that created this habit and I have to change it. What, what, would I be right? Did I say the right thing there? Oh, my goodness, absolutely. But I think, you know, the part that you're so spot on about, I mean, whether it's physical or it's mental, it's, you're so spot on. It's the same thing. Mm. If you want change, you can't keep doing the same thing you've always done. But I think that the key with what you've just said there that's just so magical, Cindy, is that you got to the point where you had to do it differently. Mm -hmm. and you then found out that you could experience it differently. So then it made making the change really, like there was a great incentive for you to put that 45 minutes in because Carmen, made, Carmen reassured you, yes, you don't have to put up with this. There is another way. And I think that, that, that there is the thing that people are looking for mostly is to say, well, there's got to be another way and to have somebody say, there is another way. This is it. And then now commit to the process. Do the process and you'll get the results that you want. Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. process. It is a process. It's, you know, I always remember Anthony Robbins saying, you can change your state like that, you know. Mm. Yes, you can change your state, but you've also got to change your default because a lot of us just default. And, and until we get out of that default and try another way and persistently try that other way, so that becomes our default. Um, I, you know, like I, I just, you know, was listening to you just talking about um, that sign that you got. Um, yeah, yeah. And we don't listen to our signs. And the sign is arguing with your, your spouse to the point where you can't talk with each other, 
um, you know, that not understanding unconditional love, you know, you really, you really honed that, that for me. And the sign that you had that, that dream, like we do all have signs. We just have to start listening to it. And thank goodness, Karen, <laughs> you listened to that sign you had <laughs> and you created this amazing free series. I'm just, um, I have to make it to one of them. <laughs> oh, you absolutely do. Oh, it just wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> now, you've got something exciting coming up, yeah. which I think is just amazing. I saw it on Facebook and I've been getting all of your emails and I'm super, super keen to talk about it because when you run these, the world goes nuts. So you've got one of your new health retreats coming up. And I think... I was talking to who was, I was talking to my brother actually about you yesterday because I'm trying to get him to come up to it. Mm. And I think that you know when you run these, there's such an intense immersion that it does actually give people the platform to make those changes, practice them, play around with the ideas, rather than you know the, it, hearing something in a half an hour presentation or a one hour presentation is always a really great motivator. But like you said, it doesn't always give you the instructions. So whereas your health retreats are these incredible immersions for people to really understand the way that you think and why you think the way that you think. So it makes such logical sense that then making those changes for themselves is a no-brainer. So I've just told you about the effortless self. Now it's your turn. <laughs> Tell oh. us about yours. Well, you know, I didn't do a health retreat last year because no, of... No, I know. No, I didn't do one because of what's with weed. And I remember the first um, health retreat that I did and I came to you and I, and I said to you, Karen, I need your help. I've never done. Oh, um, I remember that. Do you remember Gosh, that was like, that feels like a million years ago. Mm, I, I look, I don't know how many years ago it was, but I, what I did was I, I did one and, um, oh, and I did it without telling you and I and I think I, I I had a bunch of speakers coming to speak to it and we had it um in a camp and um and a lot of the people said we didn't hear from you Cindy you said nothing you know it was all other people we wanted you so but next year I went right I've got to do this by myself and we went to Byron Bay and I remember saying to you Karen how am I going to speak for a whole weekend? What? I don't, I don't have the information. I have nothing, you know. And you sat with me. I'll never forget it at your place. And on the window, we put stickers. And she said, you said, right, how are we going to do this? So that was the one that I did by myself. And, then, and, and because of your encouragement and you came and you really helped me, you emceed it. And then I had the courage to continue these health retreats and I really missed last year's, believe it or not, instead of being frightened of it, I actually missed it. And I missed it because of the documentary, What's With Wheat, with the amount of um, things that was going on in the Changing Habits office, we just felt we couldn't fit it in. So I'm doing one this year and we're doing it in Noosa um, in March. And isn't that terrible? I don't even have the date in front of me. But people can just um, go on to changinghabits.com.au or call the office for when it is. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know, Karen. Oh, Chip, <laughs> you're so funny. Hang on. What's the website? Changing Habits. Let me find it for you. It's in my diary, which is just sitting here. So let me... No, no, no. You keep talking. I'll find it. You keep talking. 24th of March. It starts Friday night. 
uh, and 25th of March and 26th of March at Nissa's um, RACV Resort, which is a, a stunning resort. And the, and the chef um, knows what I'm like and how picky I am. And um, all the food will be absolutely beautiful. So it'll be a wonderful start for people. And what I'm doing this year is I, I have got, I've had the most beautiful yoga teacher for the last 12 months um, or last two years on the Sunshine Coast and I've asked her to come and do a 6am wake-up yoga so that we're, oh, we're waking up all the organs of the body. So she talks about, you know, Leo, we're waking up the pituitary and this is the thing that, you know, so that she understands that whole thing. I've also had an amazing meditation teacher mm-hmm. and so she'll come and she, that will be the last thing we do at night before we all move back to our beautiful rooms is we will do a meditation oh divine yeah so i really want to make it um one where we start to connect not only our health of our body but we also look at how exercise can motivate and energize certain organs in the body and yoga is beautiful for that as well as um, my meditation teacher does um, amazing different meditations like light meditations, standing meditations, moving meditations, sitting meditations, laying meditations. And I want her to teach people that it's not just about sitting there in a Zen position, that there are other, mm. other ways to do it. So I have these two beautiful teachers in the beginning and the end because I'm not the expert on those two things. What I am is that I, I believe I know how to help people create change in their life. And as you do with your effortless self, they have to create new habits, stop their defaults and, you know, go to where they want to go, but they have to know what they're doing and they also have to know how to do it and they have to be consistent with their changes. And I remember going on a cruise, um, it was a friend's 50th and it was just a cruise from Brisbane to Sydney and I remember going into the library and I read a book that was A Day to Change Your Life and I realised that what my health retreats were was a weekend to, to take the time out of your everyday activities, get away from the usual, come to a beautiful place and take the time to plot and plan what is needed. So the first um, day or the, it will basically be us talking about the manifestation process and what has, to me, is key, you know, and it's not just about thinking. It's about what are your action steps, the meditation. So I've got my meditation teacher. Um, part of action is exercise. It's also what are the action steps that I'm going to do when I go home? Right, my pantry is just full of junk. If it's there, then I'm going to eat junk or I'm going to clean it out. How do I clean it out? What do I do? What do I do on Monday when I get home? And it's not only about all of that, but it's also about information. So we're going to go to the um, Noosa Farmer's Market, which is just a, a beautiful market of organic produce. And I'm gonna, um, we're going to do our yoga class and go to the market, collect food, come back, and then I'm going to show, because I believe function. And, you know, I've, I've renamed my education course from Changing Habits Education to Functional Nutrition Academy. <gasps> I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's Functional Nutrition. dot Academy. So, oh, doesn't that make so much sense? Well, it does because it's all function to me is about um, what we need 
how do I practically do this? How do I practically go about changing my my fridge, my pantry, what I do when I come back from the markets, my life, um, my morning routine? Because I think your morning routine sets you up for for life, or for the day. Mm-hmm. And your night routine also sets you up. And, I, and it's so interesting, Karen, that since I've been going to Carmen, mm-hmm. the routine at night is at 45 minutes, but I also listen to... Uh, an amazing um, meditation, uh, which is about um, it's it's Joe Dispenza's meditation. And oh, fantastic! Oh, it, look, it's brilliant. He oh. he he gets you to he gets you to just calm down first. Then he gives you this amazing music that if I don't fall asleep to, I then listen to the last bit. <laughs> <laughs> but the last oh, bit yeah. is about he goes now. When did you last or when did you think that you realised that this is where you needed to be? And let's change the emotion around how you were and how you are. And it's just one of those, he's really like strikes it at you to say, no more of that, let's do this. Mm. And I, I guess I want to share this. I want to share with people that we well, can do this. We can get out of a little bit like with you, you can get out of this rut that we're in. We don't have to stay in it. And we can soar because I think why we were talking about this all in the beginning, Karen, is that people are lost. People don't know what's happening. They don't want to do the same thing that they're doing. They want to do something different, but they're just not sure how to do it. And I feel when you take a couple of days or three days out of your normal life, your normal patterns, your normal routine and make the time to plan what's going to happen for the rest of the year, then you can soar. You can make changes in your life. You can improve your health, improve your relationships. So um, I think I need you at my retreat. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to do that at at the retreat, the effortless self. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we might have to give them a surprise, mightn't we? Oh, well, we'll have to talk about this. Absolutely. We will. <laughs> You're yeah. probably not available knowing you. You're probably doing your effortless self. Actually, let me have a look at that. Because <laughs> if I'm around, I'm there. Because I'm trying to, as I said, I'm trying to get my brother there. So well, I'm, I've, I've been, I don't even know why I didn't have your dates at the top of my mind. So I was only just talking to you about it yesterday. I know, I know. I know. Isn't that funny? But I just think it's time. Um, I think people need to take time out. Like we do it with holidays. Mm. And I noticed um, just recently in the paper, it was actually this week in the paper, that um, the the Sunshine Coast, and and I found this really interesting, Karen, the Sunshine Coast is seen as a hub for health. And the reason why it's seen as a, a hub for health and for transformation is because, number one, the scenery, but number two, because of the amount of health businesses that have come here mm-hmm. and you look at broth of life is here you know they've moved up from sydney yeah. cultured wellness she's moved up from adelaide you look at you you moved up from sydney me i moved up from melbourne Kim moved up from moved across from new zealand so if you look at the people that are all dealing with mind and body health we've all emerged onto this onto the sunshine coast and Mulaney. And that hinterland is known as an amazing worldwide energy grid. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I just think um, 
I, I look, I just think it's, it's where people come to have transformation. So I still have places left for um, my retreat. Um, Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to say to everybody, like if you, if you are thinking about making some changes in your world, if you are thinking of taking a bit more responsibility, setting yourself up for um, real transformation, I honestly think that your retreats are the best place to start, Cindy. I actually, I really do because they're so inspiring. You give so much of yourself. You share so much information that is like, oh, I just want to say mind-blowing for people who are searching for answers um, when it comes to their health and well-being. The number of aha moments that I've had with you over the years, I've lost count. Hmm. I honestly have lost count and everybody that I know when, you know, and people don't know this necessarily, but behind the scenes when anything goes wrong in my family or with anybody that I know, the first person who I call is Cindy. And I remember even with my dog, do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Even with my fuzzy man, you know, when he, when the doctors told me that he had cancer, I was in the car with him as howling. howling and the first person I had to call was Cindy Mm. just you know because there's not much that you don't know (laughs) there's really not there's not much that you don't know and I think that um you know uh, 20 what is it 24th to the 26th of March yeah 24th um so you come in on the Friday we actually um up are doing things on the Friday, a meal, a reception, and then we'll get started on Friday night. Um, and then we get straight back into it on Saturday at 6am. So it's not arduous. It's just, I want people to get everything that they can possibly get out of this. Mm. And um, I have actually, as well as, if, you know, like, as uh, like, Karen and I have been text, uh, have been chatting to each other on the side, just going, "Oh, that would be great. Could you come and do the effortless self?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we may we may have Karen come and do um, her effortless self, but I also have asked um, the most amazing gentleman. The most, uh, I just love him, and he hasn't said yes, so I so I can't tell you that um, he is coming, but um, he's a. Uh, uh, he's an Aboriginal and he's an <gasps> Aboriginal person and he's a spiritual man that I know. And he's definitely coming to speak at my trish, nutrition summit. So for those who are not coming, uh, they will see him at the nutrition summit. But um, we'll just wait and see. But I, I, <laughs> yeah. Watch this space. How Watch exciting. this space. Watch this space. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That would be um, <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God. I love him so much. I just, oh. I just think he's, he's one of those very special people. When I first heard him on Richard Feidler's conversation, I just felt a connection to him, a oh. sign. There you go. And, you know, I think we've all got to listen to our, the signs that are out there. Do, should I go there? What should I do? Um, I'm listening to this. This is what I need to do. And, you know, you're going around doing a free event um, around the country and and if this is you're listening to this and you know you need to make some changes in your life and let's let's face it this is about us getting it right in this life this is about so that we um, 
you know, we do end with love, that mm. our, this is not a dress rehearsal. This is about us living our best life. And if you're not living your best life, you have every opportunity to do it. And I know that people who listen to Up For A Chat, and I love watching the Up For A Chat Facebook page and the people who are either linking somebody else, you need to listen to this. Mm. Um, and I, I think especially, was it last week, um, I can't remember what we, we spoke about. Isn't this terrible, Karen? I can't remember what we spoke about last week. We had um, a conversation between the three of us. Um, yeah. Oh, we, I know what it was on keto. Uh, was on the oh, keto, the, the keto yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah, the, the keto coffee and the ketones <laughs> and the establishment's ketones. You know, there were a lot of people that, um, you know, commented on it or I noticed um, connected somebody else to the conversation. Mm. Uh, and it might be that they're taking those exogenous ketones and they need to be aware of them and that they're not everything that people are, are talking about. So we give people as much information as we can um, throughout these these Up For A Chats. And I know I learn every time I, I listen um, to you guys. And whenever we have a conversation, I learn. It's, it is like we're having a cup of tea together and we're having this Up For A Chat and we're just kind of having a, a you know, a little a little chat about things <laughs> and it's amazing you know when we thought because when um we knew that Kimmy wasn't going to be on the podcast today Cindy and I were just having a chat before the show and we just said oh well let's just have a chat let's just talk about what you're doing we'll talk about what I'm doing yeah. we'll just like you know let's just have a chat and it's kind of it's so unscripted but it's such a beautiful way to catch up and connect and I know that our listeners just love it all the feedback that we get actually our, our listeners love to be able to be part of our um, up for a chat chats because it's you know when we run into you guys all of you all of our listeners out there when we run into you or you do come to our events which is fabulous now because I I know I stand up at my events and I say who listens to up for a chat and it's, <laughs> it's half the room <laughs> it's just fabulous but when we do see you guys you know oftentimes we'll hear you guys saying oh I feel like I know you. And you actually do, and that's the part that's so beautiful is because there's not much about our lives that you guys actually miss. Everything that we're up to, everything that we're doing, we just share it here on Up For A Chat and, you know, I hope you're going to find it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but it is amazing to just be able to sit and catch up and chat about what's going on. But ultimately, too, the underlying intention is always to help people and it's always to get the information out there and to really inspire people to make better choices, bigger leaps, really launch into a life that they love. Because as you said, Cindy, there's no dress rehearsal. This is not a trial run. This is it. And every moment that clicks over, that we get to draw breath, life is giving us a second chance. And so here's the second chance. So if you just ate a bag of popcorn or you just ate a bag of lollies, Here's a second chance. Or if you just told yourself that you looked fat or you hated yourself or whatever the case might be, here's a second chance. There's always a second chance. But the day that there's not a second chance, when that day eventually does come, hopefully you'll be in a, in a position where you won't be wishing for it. You won't be wishing you had a second chance because you'd already made the most of the first chance that you got. Yeah. Hmm. And it's about no regrets as well, isn't it? Totally, mm. totally. 
And um, just one other thing that I'm doing um, this weekend, actually, or not this weekend, the next weekend, is I'm um, doing my Functional Nutrition Academy weekend. So all we're having our graduation this weekend. So that's exciting. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I know. We've got graduation and then we've got unpacking the knowledge. So all this knowledge that you have learnt, what do I do with it? How do I create a business? How do I unpack this and help my community, help my family? What can I do? So, yeah, it's, um, that's the other thing that I'm doing and that's not, um, yeah, it's in one week. Yeah, after, when people, this show, when this show is, it will be the next weekend. So that's going to be fun too, Karen. And with that's that. amazing. Mm. You know, I do love that. We've always all got something on where we're, bringing out, where we're reaching out to people. So there's lots of ways that people can find us, isn't there? Oh, definitely. Definitely. There's always something going on. Yeah. And I'm going to Cal Jam. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, if you're listening and you're on your, you're able to look, go to Cal Jam, C-A-L-J-A-M. It's in California. It's two days of hyped up conferencing and the most amazing speakers. Del Bigtree, the um, producer of Vaxxed, is speaking. Um, Patrick and Tempo. Um, JJ Virgin, uh, Dave Asprey from Bulletproof Coffee. Oh my gosh, the lineup, Karen, is absolutely amazing. So I'm going to my first Cal Jam. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. Yeah. And the, the guy who runs Cal, Cal Jam, Billy DeMoss, he's this rocker, this like <laughs> totally out there. You hear him speak and he's screaming at the crowd. Like he's just. You know, he's fit, he's strong, he's this dynamo of a man. And can you believe it? I dreamt I was married to him the other day. Me <laughs> too. Oh, that's a sign. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. But actually, he turned into Mark Wahlberg halfway through the wedding ceremony, which wasn't <laughs> It was hilarious, your dream. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, you Gosh, are going to have dreams like yours. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I remember I was, I dreamt I was married to John Travolta once. Mm. Oh, my yes. gosh. I know. Go figure. I don't even know what to say about that. But you are going to have a ball. You're going to have the best time. So when do you go? Uh, well, I leave next Tuesday. Um, so right after the weekend um, that everybody comes for graduation, I, I think we have over 100 people coming. So right after that, um, I have Monday where I've just got to get my act together and then Tuesday morning we leave. And I'm, I'm actually um, doing a bit of New Zealand. So Howard and I are going to hike the Tongarera Crossing where, um, and then we're going down to Napier for the Art Deco weekend where everybody dresses up in thoroughly modern Millie stuff. <laughs> just yeah. my husband organised all this and then I go straight across to California to Cal Jam and then off to England, off to the UK and we're doing a tour of the UK um, and What's With Wheat. So this will be about three weeks where we're just every night we have a showing of What's With Wheat around the country. So for our UK listeners, go on to whatswithwheat.com and um, I don't know if the schedule's up yet because it's not finalised, but it's almost finalised. And we are going from London to the west, down south, up north to the, yeah, we're all over, all over the place. So, yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Oh, to be you. Oh, to be you. We've just got a, we've just got our tours around Australia this year, but I've got, I've got two potential opportunities to do a tour through Seattle to Toronto, LA and Florida. So I'm just, oh, I'm just working with that right now. And then there's another one that I'm working at, interestingly enough, with a church in the, in the United States, the United Church. So I'm just reaching out to them right now to do a tour through some of their, um, their meeting groups. So I don't know. We're just going to see. I think it's going to be a really big year. I think it's going to be so exciting. It is. I can feel it. Karen, the evangelist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I look forward to it. Oh, I can see you up there, you know. <laughs> speaker only. <laughs> Hey, if I'm in the same town as you, I'm going. Oh, look, if you're in the same town as me, you're on stage. Uh, no, no. Others <laughs> watch you. Oh. oh, this has been fun. Yes, thank you, Karen. Oh, it's always beautiful. It's so lovely to catch up with you, and I'm so glad that you've got such an amazing year. And I'm, I tell you, I'm racked that you're back doing your retreats. Mm. So Thank that's you, fantastic. Karen. Absolutely fabulous. And, and likewise back at your kiddo. You know, <gasps> it's, what, it, it's good fun what we're doing. It can, really is. Yeah. It's a great life. It is. So for Cindy's retreat, everybody, just, you know, if you don't have a pen, memorise it. It's changinghabits.com.au. Now it's right on the front page. You cannot miss it. It's the very first banner staring you in the eyes with Cindy amongst some beautiful vegetables in the most gorgeous, colourful top so you can't miss her just go straight to that website changinghabits.com.au and if you guys are thinking of coming to the effortless self it's all the w's effortless self.com forward slash free so this has been fun we'll see you guys next week here on up for a chat was there anything more that we needed to say miss cindy or that we miss kimmy and that's about mm, it yeah little yeah. girl yeah she'll be back next week yeah not to worry she'll be back next week so hopefully you guys have enjoyed our chat now catch up and we're going to see you at our events make sure that you come and hang out with us because it's kind of you know you've been following us on up for a chat for a while now it's time for you to actually come and do some work with us and become part of the family and for us to give you a squeeze personally and cheek to cheek so we'd love to see you at our events go to our facebook page all the w's.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat and you can post your questions and your comments there the other thing i want to invite you guys to do is to check out our awaken the change within website because we still have a few spots on our new zealand trekking holiday and also on our african trekking holiday all of the information that you need is right there kim cindy and myself will be your greatest allies and your best buddies on these trips where we're hiking through the most spectacular scenery. So don't miss out on that. Awaken the change within.com. And you've got everything you want there, the itineraries, everything that you could possibly need. So we hope that we'll be able to tune in with you again next week. Make some time. Tell everybody that you know that you love up for a chat. Get them to tune in to us. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes, and we're gonna see you here at the same time, same place right here on Up For A Chat where we get to become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world. We're going to see you on the ride. Bye, everybody. 
This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.